0: Hey, I got a little something for all you suckers who don't think we're living in a simulation out there. Eat it! Devontae Adams just got traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, and our minds are blown. Aaron Rodgers, doppelganger, and Peter Jones from the UK join us to talk about all this madness. And it gets a little crazy. We go so long, I had to add on some extra clips after the new song. Boo Boo Lover, check them out and check us out everywhere.
1: asking about that time. I get the moves, but I'm fucking sad about them. <laughs> and <laughs> like, i feel like people are like not gonna allow that they're gonna be like oh you're sad but this is a smart move no no, no. i know it's a smart move but that doesn't stop me from being fucking sad yeah yeah they wanting to put my head through a wall because i lost tay and billy turner in the same fucking year <laughs> fucking rashad bateman getting drafted two picks early all over again
0: uh ladies now, and gentlemen, I wish, now we really wish we had rashad bateman huh yeah man we need something right now because the receiver room is looking pretty thin but uh i mean this is this is some of the most unexpected news i thought was going to be coming down today i was looking at other teams i was looking at free agents i was looking at you know who are we possibly going to trim down or extend more to squeeze some kind of veteran into the room somewhere in that receiver room And then this happens, and and we're talking about Devontae being traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. And with us tonight, uh, the one, the only, Aaron Rodgers Doppelganger. How you doing, buddy? I'm sad. Sad is the word. But
1: I have a little bit of solace in the fact that right now the Minnesota Timberwolves are like one of the hottest teams in the NBA, so that's sick. Yeah. Baseball's back, so that's sick. Yeah. March Madness is happening. So that's sick, Can't but none of it is making me not sad right now.
0: Oh, so. <laughs> uh, geez. And we had a different podcast uh, lined up for tonight, but we had a little scheduling <laughs> difficulty and uh, we we're going to have a little mental health check with Jamie cheese, but Sage Alvarez and uh, shout out to those two. We'll be getting uh, back together next week. But I mean, couldn't have happened on a bigger day because I mean, not 45 minutes ago, my son called me up and said, dad, Devontae to the Raiders and the the Bleacher Report and Twitter were freezing on my phone. No, I got 100 MPS coming down, dropping down in my little apartment here. And I'm telling you, so many people were on the internet going for this news in the last uh, 45 minutes. I had to shoot a message out to Peter Jones out there in the UK just to get some feedback on this because this breaking news is just, it's mind-boggling. And uh, so glad you were available
2: tonight, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing good and it's great to be here. Like like Sean says, it's uh it's sad, but it's also exciting. You start a new a new era and it'll make you know the draft and the well, make free agency really exciting because the Packers are gonna get one million dollars back immediately mm-hmm. on the cap, which is a player, whoever that may be, an Alan Robinson or whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. And and we now got four draft picks in the top fifty-nine. So mm-hmm. for somebody that's loves the draft it's gonna it's gonna be somewhat exciting
0: well that's exciting right there peter because as soon as it happened now we're picking 28th and 59 now i don't know if it's official did they say it was going to be a first and the second round because they still yeah. say a, yeah. so it was going to be the first and second round and second,
1: came yeah. it out, this came is out beautiful it officially
0: this is beautiful because that's the 28th and 59th pick that we have and the 22 and 53rd pick that they have right yeah, and yep. you look at those players. I was already running mock drafts on Pro Football Focus tonight. I got Trevor Penny, Traylon Burks. I mean, it was just uh its a lot of fun.
1: I have um, a feeling oh. a lot of Green Bay Packer fans are about to get a wish that they've been asking for for way too long, mm-hmm. and it's going to be so funny when it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. No, I think that I think we're finally going to see a first-round wide receiver. Yeah, I think the uh,
0: chances just increased drastically. But uh, I mean. Peter this is a big move did you hear any rumblings at all did you hear any undertones about this before tonight
2: i, I think i think in retrospect you know we saw the stuff about Devontae adams buying a house in vegas and, and all of that whenever that was 6 6 to 8 weeks ago and we mm-hmm. we kind of thought well that's just another story and whatever but clearly there was something in it um but no no other no other rumblings other than i'm not shocked given given what we were hearing about the contract situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Devontae wanting what turns out to be really big money. Um, and the Packers, Packers reportedly were prepared to match it, actually. But for me, that's a step too far with, with that amount of money. But I'm not shocked it's happened just because of, I think they were a ways apart, particularly once they placed the franchise tag on him. Supposedly, he wasn't happy with that. And I, and I get You know, I understand some of that. So surprised, yes. Shocked, no. Mm-hmm. I think the argument of when we were talking, if
0: Aaron leaves, who's Jordan Love going to have? We need that superstar to catch the ball and make the system continue to roll as it was. Right now, it just seems the inverse. Like We have nobody to throw to. We're talking about Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, who Did one of the most fantastic things we got to talk about, uh, reducing his salary cap. Of, I mean, five million. And uh, and we got Malik Taylor and we got Amari Rogers, who are really the names that we can remember. What do you think the chances are of MVS coming back now or us pursuing him?
1: Higher, much higher that we get MVS back. I so I had a little fit, th- like a, a moment where I was sitting there just like and thirty-seven thousand tweets in a row as i scrolled through were about Devontae adams um and i thought about it and i was like i don't know that there are a bunch of people that would like this but what i would like to see happen with the losing of the Devontae adams contract is we have a quarterback that has a history of making wide receivers look a hell of a lot better than they are um Whether that's still true, we'll find out. He's a back-to-back MVP, so I would bargain that that's still pretty accurate. Um, And now we got all this money freed up. What if we just did a little something crazy and said, all right, Z, why don't you come on back? Right? Isn't that interesting? Why don't you come on back? We'll draft a wide receiver first round, and boom.
0: Uh, Hey, buddy. Big Daddy Boom Boom on the telephone right now, calling from Florida. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. Can Can you hear? Oh, wait. Let me get this on speaker. Yeah, speaker will make it easier. Uh, hey, buddy, let's start that over again. Calling from sunny Florida. How you doing today?
1: Well, I'm uh, just a little bit shocked as I've just scrolled in from a. <laughs> Swim looking at a full moon above some palm trees to find out that the Packers have traded Devontae Adams. And I go back to my conversation with Andy the other night, and I think we're drafting a wide receiver in the first round.
0: (laughs) Uh, You're on the podcast right now with Peter and ARD, so uh, just uh, glad you called right in the middle here. We just got got started. (laughs) Uh, He can't hear you, but yeah.
2: Hi, Eric.
0: Shaw says hi. Well,
1: please, please wish hi. them well from me and uh, apologies. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I take the kids up to uh, Miami tomorrow, or excuse me, on Saturday morning, and then I am available pretty much every night.
0: Yeah, uh, it just seems like we're going to have a lot to talk about for this week because, uh, you know, even your boy EQ signed with the Bears. So much happened this week. I, I just, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, the, the EQ thing really kind of shocks me
0: considering
3: that they knew. That he could be had, and you're trading Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. seemed like even somebody who knew the system, even as a a four or five, at what he would have cost,
1: would have been something that's kind of it's just surprising to me. Yeah. I always liked the kid, and I uh, well, <clears throat> I wonder what Aaron Rodgers thinks about this.
0: Yeah, interesting. We'll find out. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I'm gonna let you go. We're gonna get back to the show here. Understand. All right. Take care. Later. That's a great little call in from the. Uh, Big fella himself. Man, oh, man. So much news, guys. So much news. Peter, what do you think about EQ going to the Bears and Lucas Patrick going to the Bears?
2: Um, Well, I guess before I get to that, of course, I should mention, I mentioned Alan Robinson's name. He's already gone to the Rams, I believe. Uh, I, think yeah. he's off, I think he's oh, off think think Oh, did he off, sign off, with the Rams? Off, Is off everyone signing
1: with the Rams? How do they get yeah. money? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I said. What it was like $45 million. But, again.
2: But was, I was Yeah, I mean – yeah i was just throwing his name out there as, a, as an example of um you know the packers now have some money to play within the free agent market but yeah going back to the question i i guess i'm not surprised that both eq and and, and lucas patrick have moved on i think it's always a slight surprise when they when they stay in the division um but but um yeah i i i guess i guess from their perspective it, it's about the offers that they get and the money that they get, and also, I guess, the potential upheaval or lack of upheaval for them and their families. So I think those, those are all those are all factors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think both of them would have struggled to make the roster this year, even though, you know, we're now another wide receiver short. I think that the Packers will draft the wide receiver. Um, I think they'll look in the free agent market. And, you know, EQ is well down that depth chart. And I think that... Lucas Patrick, with Elton Jenkins hopefully coming back fit and ready, perhaps mm-hmm. start of the season. But early in the season, I think that Lucas Patrick may have struggled to make the team because again, I've no doubt the yeah. Packers will draft draft the guy. Um, so you know, good luck, good luck to them both. Um, let's hope they have good careers, but not great careers being with the Bears. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: And also I would like to note that all I've been hearing not as a non NFL or just college player elite mind um I have been hearing a lot of rumblings about this being a very good offensive line draft mm-hmm. which Huge. means that the Packers are just leaking their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. It's so fortunate yeah. it's
0: it, it's not the kick in the gut. It is the it's a it knocked the wind out of me a little bit to be honest. Just that news, like, oh man, Devontae's gone. But again, twenty million dollars to spend. Free in the way that you can spread that money out. If we're talking about getting a veteran in um, with some great character, you know, I look at a guy like Jarvis Landry, absolutely. MVS who's already been in the system. Those would be great, and wh- whoever we um, could draft. But what you hit on with the offensive line, defensive line, linebacker position now in play, like in the if we're getting. First and second round picks. Mm, I, I can't even be angry at it. I'm I'm happy for Devonte. I'm happy for Devonte Adams. Yeah. This guy just got twenty eight point two five million dollars, and <laughs> yeah. you know what? He the did it with us. Wide receiver in history <laughs> ever eat it? You know, I mean, the guy. I mean, in in from two thousand fourteen to two thousand twenty one, you know, he was targeted one thousand twelve times. Six hundred and sixty-nine receptions, eight thousand one hundred and twenty-one yards, twelve point one average, seventy-three touchdowns. Come on. Top two not two. Four hundred 410 first downs. The guy's just I'm happy he was a Green Bay Packer. He represented us to an
2: unbelievable level, you know? Uh, absolutely. And when and when a guy like that moves on, whatever the circumstances, I think you just have to have to wish say thank you for, for all that you've given to to the packers to the fans over all these years and and best of luck and we may see you in the super bowl mm-hmm. yeah we may
1: <laughs> so the one thing too that's making me feel a little better and i'll get to, i get to recall back to a tweet that i tweeted out two days ago and i don't know if you guys saw it but it's like the packers are following what like i had mentioned and it makes me happy um and it was that i said players should never take less it was after the rogers contract info came out and Mm -hmm. people decided to lose their collective minds about us extending our championship window yeah how stupid of us Mm -hmm. um and then so i tweeted out and i said players should never take less than they are worth seeing there is no single guarantee after their contract ends once the contract ends there's no guarantee no more money no health nothing you just once you're out of the nfl it's done Mm -hmm. you just So take your money, take what you're worth. Mm -hmm. Every human being outside of football should take what they're worth. You should never take a pay cut. If you're, if my boss came to me today and said, I want to like hire more guys. So you got to take a pay cut. I'd sell them to figure it the fuck out and not, no, (laughs) not taking a pay cut. So you can hire more guys. Like if you need to hire more guys, you need to figure out how to pay them um but i also said teams should never stop trying to get their best players that money while also making it work for the team the best they can and the packers have done that they have tried to give these players their worth as best they could while also making it help the team and one of them it didn't work out it was they offered they were willing to match and he said no so they're trying to do what they can to keep that championship window open and so i i am very happy about that I love what the front office is doing I love what dude is doing and because he said no get some really good value out of them and it doesn't like suck that we got out of a 28 million dollar a year contract like
2: yeah I 100 I percent agree I I think this is a win-win for the Packers mm-hmm. right we all would have loved to have seen Devontae Adams come back career as a Green Bay Packer et cetera et cetera number one receiver in the league and, and all of that good stuff. But if that's not going to be the case, then from a the packer's perspective, you've got as much as you can in terms in terms of resources now to use off the back of that deal. So I, I think I think it's a I think it's a win win, and I think it's exciting times. And with all of these very good or great players, whatever word you want to use, eventually their career comes to an end. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know. We saw it with Sterling Sharp. You never know when that career-ending is coming so you know we look forward we say as I said we say so glad to have had Devontae but we look we look forward to what we can now now get you know are we looking at a, a Jamison Williams are we looking at a Drake London? are we look at one of those first round receivers are we looking at packaging the picks together so we can get Sean man Rashad Bateman in a, in a trade you know <laughs> do it <laughs> you know <laughs> But, but you know, it, it, there's, there's there's so many possibilities. We still don't know what the situation is with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that they want to bring him back, but is his agent talking to the Packers saying, I'd like to move on, that wouldn't surprise me. Another draft pick coming in there potentially. Something, you know, coming in return for that if it happens. It's really exciting. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Let's put ourselves in Devante's shoes real quick, though, because if you're saying that, well, the headline
0: just that that's going to bother people is that, you know, Green Bay matched what he was offered from Vegas, but he chose to go there, okay? That's going to have a lot of negative connotation. People are going to run with that a little bit and say, you know, why did he stiff? Who didn't he not like? Was it Goody he didn't like? You know, was it before he didn't like? Was he sick of the Aaron Rodgers drama? What kind of angler are they going to go to? If you're looking at it from his perspective, though, Devontae Adams is a new father, Uh, got a wife. He's... Living next to Derek Carr, whose wife and kids, they can kind of grow up together. Now it's not going to be, hey, what's going to happen after this year, next year with Aaron Rodgers? I got the next five years plus, you know, whatever contract after that. You know, Derek is going to be the quarterback of the Raiders for a while now. You can just kind of see how that is part of the package, right? McDaniels is a heck of a coach. We're going to see how he go does as a head coach now. But it seems like a good opportunity. So I can't knock anything about his choice. I just don't want any of the negative shit to come fabricated out of everybody's mouths. Now that has a keyboard and follows a Packer, uh, you know, story around the internet saying that it was this bad and that bad. And just, yeah, it's gonna,
1: that's gonna suck. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be really annoying. But what people need to also realize is that what, if you just take the money off of the table, just let's, let's pretend there's no money at all on the table from either teams, the Raiders have more to guarantee Devontae Adams down the road than the Packers do. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where it came into play for Devontae Adams. Like you said, mm-hmm. he's like, I've got a quarterback for the next five years. I mean, as long as nothing catastrophic happens, but like, I've got my quarterback. They're trying They got a new head coach. They're trying to build around car. I want to be a part of that and not just like cool we got one or two more shots and then all of a sudden i'm in this long term contract with a rebuild team Mm -hmm. why do i want to do that yeah yeah
0: peter how'd you feel about the aaron Rodgers contract was that something that concerned you with the dead money
2: yeah i mean i think that once the decision was made that that he made and the team made that, that he was coming back to the Packers. I think that that dead money that we previously talked, talked about was bound to be there. I think there was no way around that. Um, they've done some clever things in that deal with the option bonuses that the Packers have never used before. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that, I think they've done the best that they can in the circumstances that they've got. It's just one of those situations. Um, I think they've done the best for this year. I think they've done the best that they can for the following years. And yes, at some point, that dead cap hit the Packers badly. But hopefully it's going to hit in a year when the cap taken a huge, a huge leap. Um, we keep hearing about that. I'm not certain when that huge leap is going to be. 2024 maybe. Um, but I think, yes, I'm concerned about it. But it was one of those things that was bound to happen once the decision was made mm-hmm. so it kind of is, it is, it is what it is really. Um,
0: yeah. We have not, uh, w- w- what was your feeling? Sean?
1: Um, I was, I mean, I'm sure that we all got a little bit of taste of Sean's Twitter page that day <laughs> that he signed his <laughs> uh, contract that I saw one too many people that had the dumbest issues with that contract because people didn't want to like well one everyone just ran to like aaron Rodgers is always lying they were right about the car or about what they reported no they weren't Mm -hmm. they were not because the way it was reported was to make it sound like he was taking 50 million dollars a year for the next four years first off that they yeah. said, and like handcuffing the team. They made it, they they purposely worded it so that you would all freak out <laughs> about him handcuffing the team and not making room for Devontae Adams or any of these players that we need to pay. And then he did that. He He did make it team friendly. I mean, he saved us $20 million almost on this year's cap which is the most important of the ones that he needs to save money on and then see what happens in the next couple of years with the cap, like Peter said, but he takes this, a team friendly deal, whether people want to call it that or not saving $20 million for the team is a team friendly deal. That's a high impact elite player Mm -hmm. at almost every single position. Um, And we get the back-to-back MVP first ballot hall of famer, And like I said before, we just extend our championship window. Like, I don't know why people are mad about that. When Rodgers is gone, there is a 95% chance that we are fucked. So, why would we not want to just like delay that as long as humanly possible? Why are we mad about that? I don't get it. I love it. I love Rodgers coming back. I love him taking a cut so we can try and run this as this last dance every fucking year and watch the the media spin out of control every off season and continue to be championship contenders. I don't see why that's an issue.
0: (laughs) It's one of the things with talking to big daddy, boom, boom. And uh, he, you know, we put too much on Jordan love and what we are projecting onto him versus what we're seeing on the field and being realistic about the game of football, right? The position of quarter, look at what we're doing, dealing with right now. Nobody knows what's happening with Baker Mayfield. This was the number one pick Lots in 2018. Who,
1: who thought that wasn't going to be the top story today? You know, I mean, that guy,
0: good football player, number one pick, first rounder, not that great, you know, has had some ups and downs, has had a lot of coaching changes. Nothing's guaranteed with, you know, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, all these guys that are, we have all these expectations on a it's rare that you pan out. So for us to think that it's going to be so easily replaced when Jordan Love steps on the field is just a little ridiculous because we have the back-to-back MVP, four-timer, and he is our best opportunity to win right now. Now the argument goes, who the hell is he going to throw to? Now he doesn't have Devontae to target 18 times. How does that change the game
1: for him? He's he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And I would also like to note that the same people – that biggest issue with Aaron Rodgers and taking a bunch of money every time he signs a contract is, well, he's not getting us a Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl's is the only thing that matters. Those same people right now are arguing on Twitter saying we could win the division with Jordan Love, but I thought that doesn't fucking matter, and only Super Bowls matter. So you want to get rid of that to win divisions? Maybe you don't even know that you say that like you yeah. you. Do we know that the Vikings are over there beefing up their defense right now? Are we a hundred percent sure that Jordan loves is going to walk on the field and win 10 games every season? Yeah, Cause I know who's going to win us at least 10 games every season, as long as he plays. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I mean with, with Devontae
0: leaving it just, it makes the whole Aaron Rodgers situation so much more digestible for me. And saying yeah teams beg to have a quarterback that's that good so few are joe burrows in the world Uh, we just got to be happy peter let's talk about what what you're feeling about though on baker mayfield because i think this is kind of a big deal i was a big proponent of him with my in-laws uh in cleveland for him to be there because i loved his moxie and his his swagger the odell beckham jr situation comes on Jarvis Landry during the season saying, "Hey man, I, I thought he handled it so classy too." That was the difference between Jarvis and o- Odell Beckham. Uh, Jarvis not getting the ball and targets as as he should have been. Is that play calling? Is that Baker? Um, what do you feel like that situation in Cleveland's FOMA not to be?
2: Well, I think I think the first thing that people forget about Baker is the shoulder injury that he carried throughout the whole of you know the the season just gone. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and I think that the lesser people lesser quarterbacks lesser let's just call them you know would would have not played the whole season like like he did now whether he should have done or shouldn't have done only the browns will will know that and baker will know that um but for those trying to knock baker as a quarterback packers fans need to remember that they very nearly came into Lambeau and beat the packers late late in the season you know, this was a Packers team that we thought at that point was had a really good shot of making the Super Bowl and the Browns played the Packers and very nearly even up at Lambeau Field Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So this isn't this isn't a guy that you know, the worst quarterback we've ever seen by any stretch of the imagination. And some of the tweets you see about it and some of the stuff on social media just, just needs to stop. Now, he's not the second coming of Aaron Rodgers either. But it's okay to be somewhere in between those two things. And in, 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 in the four seasons that he's had, he's had two good seasons and two slightly less than average seasons. And, you know, he's been through multiple head coaches, multiple offensive games, um, bad shoulder. I think the guy can play in the NFL. I really do. Mm-hmm. He's got the mentality that Brett Favre had, that type of now I'm not saying he's the player that Favre was, but he has that mentality that Favre and absolutely will do a job for a team in the NFL. And yes, I believe a team can win with him. Is he going to be the reason for teams winning? That's a different. That's a different question. Hmm. But is he in that group of quarterbacks somewhere between ten and twenty in the league? Yes, he is. And there's nothing wrong with that. You, we've we've all looked at the guys that have won Super Bowls. Yes, you get the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers of this world, but you also get the the Nick Foles, the Trent Dilfers, the Joe Flackos, all won the bowl. So you can win with him. Now, I think his current situation is a very difficult one to be in for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am not surprised that he's asked the Browns for a trade, um, because you expect the quarterback to be the leader of, of of the team. Yeah, and the message they've sent to him today or in the last couple of days with the discussions with Sean Watson, Deshaun Watson is, we want somebody better than you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay if they want to do that. That's okay if a team wants to improve itself. I've got no issue with that. But they also have to understand that as soon as you make that, as soon as you have those discussions, then do not be surprised that the next knock on your door is Baker Mayfield saying, hey, guys, I want out of here because you no longer have the faith in me. Mm
0: -hmm. And just the fact that it was Deshaun Watson – and what he brings with him well i think that's something yeah. that is a little mind-boggling for me because what we've just talked about is you can win the super bowl and not have the number one quarterback in the league the texans did not win the super bowl you know having a good defense and everything else with just deshaun watson you're gonna tell me that the browns are better off trading three first round picks a second round pick players and everything three first round picks for deshaun watson and you're not going to have Baker Mayfield on there and you're going to be a better team. I, I just didn't didn't see what that made any sense. But then when you have something leaked that say his maturity and you want an, an older quarterback, an aged quarterback, a mature quarterback, there's just no way you can say you're not going to entertain his trade demands because you've essentially burned that bridge so far down. I mean, you couldn't throw – you'd have to shoot a harpoon off a tank. To get that line over that river. Cause the bridge, I mean, cannot be repaired. Like I he's gotta be out of there. So I, I hope that turns out well because I'm a uh I'm a Browns fan and I'm a Baker fan. He brought a lot of excitement for a franchise that was in the doldrums for so long. So I just think it's weird. I just the Deshaun Watson situation in general is uh it's blowing me away from what teams are willing to give up for and the baggage that's with them and you know, right now it's looking at the Falcons or the Saints. Does that uh, does that ring anything for either one of you guys? Is anything worthy to talk about?
1: Um, well, I was going to say there's a reason that, and it should just should be a reminder to everyone in Titletown. There's a reason that the Browns are the Browns. There's a reason that the Lions are the Lions. There's a reason that Matthew Stafford leaves the Lions for one season and wins a Super Bowl. There's a reason for for these things and its teams can be poorly run. Be glad we got a good one. Mm-hmm. Um Atlanta, I don't know like I keep hearing Atlanta's name or like weirdly seeing Atlanta talking about deshaun Watson. How? What world? What world? You got to pay Matt Ryan like a billion dollars. <laughs> you got to figure that out first, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got like a 47 million dollar cap hit. I don't know what the Colts
1: think they're doing at quarterback i don't that's you guys really want that i know Uh, that i just i don't don't know how any team honestly wants deshaun watson right now for what like you said what they got to give up versus the baggage and dealing with that all the time um it's a weird QB carousel going on right now. But yes, the Falcons, the big one, like I don't stop saying the Falcons. They got a lot of other shit to worry about yeah. right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I would think that the saints are the, are the fav, the favorites. Um, and, and I, and I think that Baker Mayfield probably ends up at somewhere like the Colts to answer Sean's question about what the heck the Colts. Are doing I, I would like that. I'd um, like to not see bad. Baker on the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I. I. Yeah. I mean. I mean, three number ones, if that's the price, three number ones plus something, is. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's difficult to imagine you giving up three number ones for any player, mm-hmm. right? put put Aaron Rodgers to one side and think of almost any other player in this league. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes maybe, mm-hmm. but but not many players in this league would you give up three number ones for. So to consider giving up three number one for a guy that, A, hasn't played for a year, Mm -hmm. you know, forgetting all the other baggies, A, hasn't played for a year, B, was probably in the top five quarterbacks in the league but wasn't in the top two or top three Mm -hmm. because you think of Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. So he's outside that group. Add Josh Allen in there. He's outside that that group. So So you're getting a guy that's not in the top four quarterback league and there's probably a whole bunch of other names that I can't think of off the top of my head. And then three, you throw in that baggage. Whatever the circumstances are there, whatever the deal is there, it's not sorted. Yeah. Y- y- it's you know, mad. so so, so, that's still, there's still a lot of stuff to play out there. Nobody knows how that's going to play out. So it even felt like even if you wanted to do that, make that move, you need to let this thing play out. Mm. You need to see how this how this goes because this has got ways to go yet
0: yeah you can have civil suits going on there you're going to say sure. that a player is going to be mentally preparing and focused on a new offense a new city playing in the nfl having to deal with all this stuff i it it, it boggles my mind it really does and i think he's a talented player but you're also a team that's going to be absorbing you know a 35 million dollar salary on top of this for years to come so Uh, But anyway, good luck. Everybody deserves a second chance, benefit of the doubt, blah, blah, blah. We'll see that, but uh, he'll have his coming to his at some point, whatever that is, when uh, God looks him square in the eyes, fellas. Um, I'm blown away that we have lost and gained so much talent on so many teams. Allen Robinson, for one, guys, going to the Rams, blows my mind.
1: Well, I mean, I guess I did say earlier that I don't know how they like can keep doing that. And I forgot (laughs) that they lost a really, really, really expensive contract in Von Miller. Mm -hmm. That was wild. Von Miller. But Von Miller, I can respect that man so much because of the hilarious quotes he comes out with. He came out with a quote (laughs) today where he said, leaving the Rams is like breaking up with a girlfriend that did nothing wrong. (laughs) <laughs> like it's not you guys it's me it's just a lot of fucking money what do you want me to do <laughs> i want to see if i can win a super bowl on a third team why not and i like it i can get yeah. behind that so that's you know i see where they're finding the money for these guys mm-hmm. but man that's going to be a dangerous offense oh incredible and i can't imagine odell
0: going back to that team at this point
1: no, and i can't i can't i, I can't
0: so. see the packers please let's stop that kind of Twitter chant right now going around for Odell coming to the Packers now. I mean, that guy's not going to be ready for December, and this is just not somebody we're going to need at all.
1: Not when we trade for Rashad Bay, man.
0: Yeah, I am shocked, though, guys, that you have players like (laughs) Zadarius that was let go, right? Devondre signs a five-year $50 million contract. They let go of Zadarius. Zadarius then signs a a, a four-year $35 million contract with the Ravens and then backs out. Do you, I mean, was that a Von Miller play in that too, where he looked at that Von Miller contract and he's He's 32 years old and I'm 29 and I'm going, what in the world there is going on? Because the Von Miller, it blew my mind. That was a ton of money for a 32 year old pass rusher. Now I know that there's, you know, how they're working these things and I don't know if these numbers are overinflated and what's the actual guarantee, you know, for the first three years of these things, but. Um, Zedarius, is is there a possibility now that we got some cap room that we can make another pitch to that guy, or has that bridge been burned completely?
1: I said it earlier. I want that to happen. <laughs> like, part of me really wants that to happen. Like, go draft some wide receivers. Trade mm-hmm. if you got up for someone, maybe. But Zedarius, come home, and it'd be funny to me if like a tweet came out from one of the talking heads. That said that Zadarius Smith got like a call from Rogers and was like, Hey, Devontae is there's no talking him off the ledge. He's gone. Um, so a lot of money's freeing up. And we wouldn't <laughs> mind having you back for another Super Bowl run. Mm. That'd be funny. I don't mm. think that that's I mean, I think it's more the Von Miller, it's the Von Miller thing, almost a hundred percent. Like he just saw Von Miller just get paid, and he's like, Well,
2: I want to get paid. Oh,
1: gosh. And people are just getting paid left and right. And, vom- and Zadarius was like, "I'm not. Wait, wait a minute. I'm taking a cut for this? Mm-hmm. Nah." And then just let's see who's ready to pony up. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I think. I think it's a strange one, isn't it? It's very unusual for a deal to be agreed and then for for whatever reason for it not not to happen. Uh, the danger Zadarius Smith's got is if he doesn't sign with a team soon, is that teams are going to run out of cap money and he's going to end up in that second group of 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 players it would be one of the funniest things happy funny but one of the funniest things if he now came back to the pack <laughs> this this year on a you know 10 million dollar contract or whatever the the, <laughs> yeah. the numbers that work that works for both parties that would uh, be that would be somewhat cool
0: <laughs> uh I, let me just be the wishful thinker here thanks for entertaining that guys i appreciate that um I tell you, we we've lost some players though this year that are kind of a big deal. And what does not extending any kind of offer to Robert Tunyon mean for the team, Peter?
2: Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised that they, they didn't just simply because of the cap situation. Mm -hmm. I think that's all that's driven that. I think there's a guy that they'd like to have back, but I think it's purely the cap that's -hmm. driven that again, sitting here today. Yeah. They may have opened up the space to, to do that. Now, what his value is, how much you pay a guy that's basically sat out or been injured for half a season, not you know not played for half a year um, off the back of one really good season. I don't know what that value is. Five, six, seven million a year if you average it across three years maybe. But if you start to get towards the 10, 11, 12 millions, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money for that, yeah. for that guy. But again, I, I think we're now in this scenario where there's possibilities there's possibilities of, of getting two guys at 10 million a year or four guys at five million a year to Robert Tonyan coming back those guys, so you know I, I didn't read too much into the fact they didn't make an offer because I think that's purely cap cap yeah. driven they had to get under the cap and, and only just made it. I think now it opens up the possibility for for Tonyan to come back and, I, I'm, I, and I'm hopeful I'm hopeful that he would come back at a reasonable number.
0: Yeah, from a defensive perspective, is there any free agents, uh, Sean, you've been looking at or hoping, dreaming that would be coming on, or are you just now thinking about those possible free agents now that we have some cap space?
1: Um, Number one is get the Rasul Douglas deal done. Mm. That's number one. He's the number one free agent on my list 100%. There's no way you can tell me that you don't want to sign the guy that you picked up off the fucking street, and he's one of the Mm -hmm. best cornerbacks, Mr. Pick Six himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah make that deal done. Um, cause it was Mi- funny cause I saw the rumors about them, like trying to come to a deal with him. Mm-hmm. And that was before Devondre. And I said, well shit, this probably means Devondre has gone. Mm-hmm. And I said, I am actually okay with that because I think Rasul Douglas is more important to this defense than Devondre Campbell is <laughs> for the sole purpose that Joe-, me. Joe Barry's Plash a me. linebacker guy. <laughs> proof is in the pudding mm-hmm. linebacker guy takes practice squad devondre campbell and turns him into an all pro i mean not practice squad i that's exaggerating he did very well but only for like he was like a half season guy with the cardinals and yeah. like he like would just fall off at the end of the season yep. and i yep. heard it from everybody when we first signed him and joe barry got the most out of Devondre Campbell for an entire season and into the playoffs like just got this guy that was like so important to the defense and so my thought was why can't he do that with someone else if he has to so i said but i don't know that he's doing that with cornerbacks because you could argue our cornerbacks are talented enough to not need a high-end cornerback guy making them better and bringing them out their best because you got jair alexander you got eric stokes who had a great year Um, and. So I was like, Rasul Douglas, I felt like was more important than the Devondre Campbell. And then I saw the Devondre Campbell deal, and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not mad about that because yeah. he's also sick. Mm-hmm. And if he can keep doing it for five more years at that level with Joe Barry, and then if we also get Rasul Douglas, I don't see how we don't win a Super Bowl, Yeah, honestly. So I don't know that there's any defensive free agents that I'm like really just like gung-ho about. Get us you- another – guy for next to Kenny Clark. And I'll be really thrilled. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking see Lancaster is another guy. We didn't, uh, we didn't
0: extend the uh, checkbook to Peter. I mean, we're thin there. We're thin there. I'm, I'm excited about the defensive line though. on in the draft as well that we got two extra picks, man, <laughs> $141.3 million. He signed for congratulations Devontae. but we got 22, 28, 53 and 59 right now. Did they say a player to be named potentially as well? I mean, uh, no, I,
1: I don't think that that's happening. I think that was just like, okay, that was just, I don't potential. know how that happened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember which check Mark Gosh. tweeted that one out, but he just was thrown but, in. That was just yeah. some fire starter. But
2: it, mm. but it really is so exciting. I mean, you just had the conversation about, about Russell Douglas. So now mm. all of a sudden, you know, you could have Campbell back. We could have – well, we will have Campbell back. Yep. We could have Douglas back if they can get that deal done, which mm-hmm. now there doesn't appear to be any reason probably why they can't. Yeah. We could get Tonian back now. We could get Z Smith back. Now we're really wishful thinking. <laughs> getting a Jair <laughs> extension but, 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 for but, sure. But, well, that Jair you
0: extension has to come, right?
2: And, and, and all of a sudden, you've swapped that Devontae Adams 20 million, Campbell for Douglas for Tonian probably plus one other plus Mm -hmm. a first round pick plus a second round pick it don't look so bad
1: Mm -hmm. um taking an incredibly an incredibly good drafting team and giving them four top 60 picks. yeah
2: Yeah. one of those is Mm and that's the and that's the whole point you know we always have Mm -hmm. to remember that your chances of hitting are not great you know and that applies to every single team in the league you know but the more darts you throw the more Mm -hmm. darts you throw (laughs) the more the more likely one of them Hits, hits Eventually, you're
1: gonna
2: hit a bullseye. Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I am. too. Like, <laughs> I mean, you guys talked me into being a little more happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm really. I'm really happy for. Uh, here's. Here's what I'm really. It's only been. You know, before we got on the podcast, 45 minutes. But what does Aaron Rodgers do with his targets right now, guys? This could really be a huge benefit for the team. This could be one of these things where. Suddenly, Lafleur, Rodgers, the spread offense, we're, we're back into that more complexity that I felt like that first and second year and more motion and bubble screens and everything else that we have going on with some of our players that this might just be an offense that you don't know where we're coming at you from. You no know, more not vision Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, it's no more 18 targets, 16 targets to Devontae. You know, that's to one player, that's a lot. Now... We won a lot of those games, you know, over the years. It's fantastic, but I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist on, on the Packers. I, and I love, I mean, I've, through this podcast, I've gotten, I don't know, a dozen texts for, and especially from my buddies back home. <laughs> and one of my buddies just hates Aaron Rodgers, And, you know, now Devante is finally with a uh, number one quarterback, you know, now he'll get a 99.5 rating on Madden, That's Christopher McEachern, um, but I'm just excited because these are real picks. Like, you look at the offensive linemen. I mean, Penning, is is he somebody that you love like I love Peter? Is, is yeah. Trevor Penning somebody that I'm overly infatuated with, or is he a viable option at 22 because he's been oh. rising up the boards? And if we could get a six-seven, three-twenty-five 325 that can, you know, roll and crush the right side of our offensive line – I'm 100 percent in all day, and 22 effectively makes him really in game for us, and cushions us at 28
2: for a receiver. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> oh, shit. yeah, I yeah, know absolutely. I mean, if, if he's still there at 22, mm. um, then 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 absolutely yes. But I, but I think the great thing about this, and I think this is a great position for the Packers to be in, is that they could almost draft at any position. Other than quarterback, obviously, and running back in the in the first round, can draft to any position, and it's going to significantly help the team. Yeah. So when they when they get to twenty two, assuming that they haven't done some more trades with those picks because that could happen yet, when they get to twenty two, they can literally take the best player on the board regardless of position. Put in aside, it's not a quarterback and it's not a running back. But if but it a, sounds like what, it's
1: not going to be a quarterback because it sounds like there's not even <laughs> that many first round quarterbacks in this draft.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> There shouldn't. There shouldn't be. So I think. No. I, I think that's. That's a. I think. I think there'll be some reaches for quarterbacks in this draft. But. But. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I, I think us. you're right. You know, not us. And I, and I think you're right. It, you know, Trevor Penning, any of those wide receivers that we've talked about mm-hmm. previously that could could be on the board at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just I just think, it. think it's the de- the defensive the interior defense. Iman that we've talked about. Yeah, and we know that the likes of. Jordan Davis are probably gonna go higher, but you know what? Not everybody. 50 picks can't go in the first 22. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna fall there. <laughs> so yeah, it's gotta right. be there. <laughs> right. It's it's yeah. gonna be great.
1: Let's not forget, I don't want to like there's a, a group of fans of a certain player on the defensive line um, on Twitter. And I don't want to offend them when I say get someone next to Kenny Clark, because I also am a slat and slut. <laughs> and I have really high hopes for him, and I see a lot of good things yeah. when he gets his mm-hmm. opportunities on the field. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying to replace him, just like more. Why is yeah. more is better? Yeah. Look at the yeah. rotation. If we if we you got can start Tyler rotating. Lancaster. Yeah. If we can start rotating linemen and rush and pass mm-hmm. rushers like last or well, two seasons ago Tampa Bay was able to do, mm-hmm. look what that does. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And listen to some of that. And even if the offensive line is gone, you know, look at how good we are at getting offensive linemen because right now, the luxury we have offensive linemen, even at 59, because you look at the really, the defensive line is really going to be a key for us, especially at Lancaster, might not be back. Heflin's not around anymore, right? So you got Lowry, you got Slayton, and you got, you know, Clark. That Devontae Wyatt from Georgia sure would look good right in the middle. Next to,
2: yeah, yeah, and 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 then you and then you look at the edge group in this draft as always, Mm -hmm. and another great group of edge guys. So if one of those is on the board at twenty-two or twenty-eight, having lost lost Z Smith, Mm -hmm. you know you can get a lot a lot younger there. You want a third guy? Fantastic! So I just think the the possibilities are endless here. It's official. I'm I'm not mad. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm not mad.
1: (laughs) Like, it's weird to say, but trading Devontae Adams may have increased our likelihood of winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. You're 100% correct, man. And I hate saying it, but it's probably true because as I'm sure Brian Goodencon is listening to us as this is playing on Spotify. I would hope so. Since you are, feel free to just throw an offer back out at Billy Turner. I know. <laughs> just won't oh. be, I won't be mad. Mm, and I look like your part-time GM Aaron Rodgers. So like, mm. I think he should also listen to me.
0: Mm. I tagged you in that Better post, shot, man i was really uh, i was really disappointed <laughs> with billy turner being gone actually oh, that was, was one that so i was sad. like boy was boy, sad. he was is legitimately he... sad the savings didn't seem to offset the versatility he offered us and uh you know especially with Luke, lucas patrick being gone then too
2: just... is, is is that another guy that now they've got under the cap now they've got some cap money they back. may consider bringing yeah. him back and now all of a sudden you've brought back campbell douglas Turner potentially tonyan and one other for that twenty for that twenty million. I know. We're making that twenty million stretch a long way. I know, but it's oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: but well, even I, not? yeah. I mean, because, because if you because at this point, if you extend Jair, you can make yeah. more even cap more. room. You make yeah. more room, and then we're getting Jarvis yeah. Landry. I mean, it's and, just all, everything's
0: yeah. falling into place. Right now. <laughs> and then we're trading
1: for Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we just need stolen a ring right from the Rams.
0: We need something. I mean, because you're looking at Cooper Cup, uh, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson. I really yeah, like. We got Van Aaron Rodgers and Robert Woods. Oh boy, that's
1: that's a fun. We team. got that's Aaron Rodgers. That's a fun NFC Championship game. It I'll is. Tell you that. It is. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be like that high scoring Cardinals game. I was like 54 45 or whatever the crap that was. 51 mm-hmm. 45, I believe. Yeah. Because of the face mask that they didn't call it overtime on Hey, y'all.
0: Gosh. He was bald. Hey, uh, I, let, let's touch on, on Randall Cobb real quick. I want to get your thoughts on him because I uh, – i am a staunch defender of randall cobb when he was drafted i was selling insurance with dustin dunlop shout out to him he's down in louisville kentucky right now we are at a mini mart in ohio in newark ohio i'm telling you this because i have a photographic memory people that uh listen to the show understand i'm wicked smart but uh randall cobb was a guy that we did a lot of research on this is eric and eric pre-podcast on the phones talking and Randall Cobb was who we wanted real hard in in the second round, and uh, when he got selected, it was on my phone, and this is still you know twenty twelve with that you know that was twenty eleven. Um, phones weren't speedy back then, but when it came on, I was at this gas station, and I did a Gatorade spike with my bottle in the parking lot there and did a dance because we got (laughs) Randall Cobb, who I thought was the next Percy Harvin. Harvin. You know what I mean? He was the net. He was he was our version of Percy Harvin and so excited for him. And I'm sorry, but that was a long-winded story. But I love Randall Cobb and Aaron uh, Rodgers loves him. And Eric Big Daddy Boom Boom does not like that. We paid all that money for him and was a real naysayer. And I'm talking to you right now, Florida boy getting your son right now, eating your sushi. Listen, he took it right to the team and said, listen, I'll take that cut. His 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 payout right now, I read, was under $3 million. Ballpark was 2 point whatever, 0.85. I love that he did that, and uh, that showed a lot to me. And what did that show to you guys?
1: Showed me that he loves his team and that he loves that quarterback, like that they truly are best friends um and that he just like he sees what they're doing and he believes in what they're doing and he wants to be a part of whatever it is that's gonna happen over the next couple years he wants i mean you could tell When you go back to the famous picture of Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb at the end of Randall Cobb, what ended up being Randall Cobb's last game as a Green Bay Packer, at the moment that everyone knew it was Randall Cobb's last day as a Green Bay Packer, as he like cried and Rodgers like cried with him. And that right there just shows you that that was a man that wanted to retire a Green Bay Packer. And now he gets the opportunity to finish out his career and maybe get to bring home a ring because didn't he, well, he came in like just short. He didn't get his ring. So go get your ring with Aaron Rodgers and the green Bay Packers and just retire the way he imagined it eight years ago when they were kicking butt together. Mm -hmm. I love it. How do you not love that dude?
2: Yeah, uh, there's there's not a lot to add to what Sean's just said. I mean that that's that's hit the nail on the head. I I think that fantastic to have him back at that at that number. Clearly wants to be a Packer. Clearly want, clearly wants to play with Rogers. Clearly thinks he's got an opportunity to to get the ring, as Sean's described. Um, uh, it just works. It just works all round, doesn't it? You know, and and, and for the, and for the Packers now. Likely to get in some younger receivers, we expect in the draft or free agency, to be able to work with a Randall Cobb when they get there. It's just great, absolutely, absolutely great.
0: The last uh, ninety minutes have been such a fun, emotional roller coaster for me. Thanks, thanks for being here for us. <laughs> I and mean, that was
2: fun, it, huh? <laughs> and, and, it, and isn't it interesting how? Free agency and the salary cap for all its criticism and whatever has driven what's happened over the last two weeks and today Mm -hmm. in roundabout ways. But it's driven a lot of fun and a lot of excitement Mm -hmm. and has now driven us to get something extra into the draft. It's great. Absolutely, absolutely great.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope everybody else that's uh, out there listening to this and uh, has gone through the emotional roller coaster that uh, has been a Thursday night in Packer Nation is, this is surviving.
1: Exactly what therapy is supposed to look like. This is exactly <laughs> what it is.
0: You know, we start off stunned, and all of a sudden, by the end of the hour, we're just like, hell yeah, bring it on. We got a whole new – it's like a kid in a candy store all of a sudden. This is a lot of fun. And, uh, and because – and here's the thing. Again, I, I, I want to make sure it's not going to be negative and the outlets aren't going to, you know, attach on to the, hey, why didn't he take the matched offer to stay with Rodgers and blah, blah, blah. And was it Aaron Rodgers' ego and not enough room in there? I, I'm just happy for Devontae because the guy is so stand up and he is as inner circle as you can be to Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think that's what makes it. Great because all the reports say Aaron Rodgers was aware that Devontae wasn't going to be coming back because this was in in the works for a little bit. So if he's cool with it and and, and Aaron's cool with it and, and, and Randall's back and we got this whole new thing and Devontae's really – like if he's living next to Derek Carr, families are together, they're playing football together, they're going to have you know the next 10 years of their lives together, that's great. We should be happy for him. We should certainly – uh recognize that he is going to be a green Bay Packer uh Ring of Honor member one day.
1: Uh that is for sure. He's not gonna throw anyone under the bus. You know he's not gonna throw anyone under the bus. He's I just gonna not. go mind his own business in Las yeah. Vegas and play football and get his money. And he's not gonna do some weird Greg Jennings shit. Yep. And mm. that is and I mean, you know, don't surprise me, Devante, and do that, because <laughs> that's a good way to get your name out of the Ring of Honor. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean he's you know, he's been a great player for the Packers, the best receiver that we've seen in Green Bay in my view since Sterling Sharp, and mm-hmm. we've had some good ones in that time, you know, mm-hmm. Donald Driver and 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 yep. You know, Jordy Nelson and and, and those guys, but his but his numbers are, are right up there with some of the best that have ever played for the Packers. Yeah. And so we're grateful to have seen that career. Hope he continues to have a great career, and I'm sorry but you're going to come up One game short in the Super Bowl, I'm afraid. was a bummer. 100%.
0: And with that, let's wrap this baby up. Hey, let everybody out there know where they can find you on the socials, Sean.
1: I am on Aaron Rodgers Doppelganger on Twitter. A.R. Doppelganger is the at Um, if. You want to just go see me talk football and fight with people with bad opinions. <laughs> That's the place to do it. Um, I try to keep a level head. So just don't say dumb thing. Peter, let
0: everybody know where they can find you out there.
2: Yeah. Best places is at the underscore it underscore hedgehog. And you can also hear me on the AVG cheese podcast with Dal and Todd. And uh, yeah, thanks again for inviting me on. This has been brilliant. Absolutely well brilliant and it's great to see you again Sean.
1: Yes it's great to see both of you guys. This is the best. <laughs> well, I wanna do it all the time. I,
0: just, I I can't thank you guys enough for coming on. I mean Peter I shot you a a a message 45 minutes uh, before the show started and uh, I was I was Pleasantly surprised to see you on here, and Sean, man, you answer the bad signal damn near every single time, and I just uh, I love you to death. I appreciate you so much, and I I can honestly talk to you guys for, you know, hours just sitting here hanging out, talking easy. And uh, I can't wait until uh, one day we are in a pub together talking about it. But until then, you guys can find this show out there on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Everywhere you're listening to podcasts, you will find the Acme Army soon to be renamed as soon as the boomer gets back from Florida and we can crash our heads together and get these uh, name suggestions down and some uh, a new flavor out there for the show. But we appreciate everybody out there listening, sharing, and liking. We are at Acme underscore Army on Twitter for right now. And make sure you go follow my co-host, at Belted20, he is uh quietly becoming a legend. So enjoy that. Until then, next time, Go Paco. Go Paco.
1: Go paco. Go paco. Go,
3: I like the way you
1: danced.
3: Hmm. Baby.
0: Good guys. I feel I, 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 mean, I, I feel I, way better than I did at the beginning. I so know.
3: Like I, I over. Like,
1: I was shell shocked.
0: I know. I was like, did we just uh what happened right now? I just it wasn't happening then.
1: And the I looked then. like I looked after Rashad baby got drafted by the Ravens.
0: <laughs> no, it's <just> heartbroken. <laughs> it's just heartbroken. But two I two picks I, away. I, I I as soon as I got the rounds down, you know, of where they were picking. And actually on Pro Football Focus, they already have Number twenty-second spot already changed to the Green Bay Packers. You know, I mean, it was They're within ready. fifteen minutes. I don't know how that happens, but they are on their ball game. They, knew it. they knew it was happening. Just, it's a lot of fun, and this is really what gets my juices flowing because this is real, real exciting. Two
2: first-round picks, two second-round picks
0: in this draft. Yeah, we talked was about. Just- it
2: i was i was just trying to work out what what would happen if you package 22 and 28 together how far up you could get mm-hmm. in the draft and on, oh, yeah, on the
0: after who's who who'd be worthy of for you up there
2: well i don't know i'm, I'm not sure that i would do it yeah. because i because i think that you know unless you're trading up to get the number one or the number two for a specific player i'm not yeah. i'm not that once you get past a certain point that it's worth that it's worth doing mm-hmm. you'd probably rather have two shots it's yeah. like you say you can get a a trevor penning or a jameson williams or a yeah. you know, or a johnny manziel. <laughs> <laughs> or johnny manziel no one wants a johnny manziel. <laughs> oh, but man. um but yeah according to the trade value chart that would get you to about pick eight pick seven or pick eight don't those do it together i you wouldn't got do a better it better chance yeah you I got, would, got a better chance I of hitting that it.
1: bullseye if you throw two darts than if you throw oh. one Mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't do it especially you know, this, it, that only feels worth it if we're going for our next like franchise quarterback and the dude's like almost yeah. guaranteed to be a stud yeah but look at what goodkins has done though i mean he's a hit. genius and people gave him shit and wanted him fired but, it, it's, but, but it's yeah but
2: it does give you the option you know maybe if you want to get from 22 to 15 mm-hmm. Then you, you know, can wrap you can, up but yeah. You know, a, a third or, or mm-hmm. a third and a fourth or whatever. So you've got lots of you've got lots of possibilities in there. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, this is you be could, really exciting. You could even trade down one of those picks and pick up extra picks. <laughs> or, like or, or do four second rounders. Yeah, something like that. Oh. <laughs> or you know, or do what he did the year that he that he drafted uh Jair Alexander traded down and then back up again and got a got a number one the following oh it's it's great this Mm. (laughs) oh man there's so much it's wild
1: that 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 they did that the next couple days are going to be wild oh man like we're going to be starting to see the packers have once again taken over the media airwaves (laughs) from everybody they're like no 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 no. baker sit down (laughs) Are you?
0: Uh, I just think that uh this really for the for the Raiders is it's huge it's huge they just signed Chandler Jones as well uh, with Josh mcDaniels coming in it looks like they I mean they have some competent people I love mike mayak especially on NFL network GM I don't know how he did because you got the John Gruden, the two heads, trying to make decisions there. I mean, the Colin Farrell uh, pick is just going to be one that I don't know how a rookie GM yeah. can ever overcome, you know. Yeah. Um, but the uh, Carr is a good quarterback. I mean, these guys could have fun for the next eight years, you know, yeah. together, and I'm happy for him.
1: I'm happy for him. He right doesn't – Devontae here. doesn't need an Aaron Rodgers. All he mm-hmm. needs is a guy that can get him the – the ball mm-hmm. in his direction and he's gonna go and um, make the catch.
2: Yeah.
1: So good yeah, and, for him, go make yep, your money.
2: Yep. Uh, you know, and Carl's another one of those guys as we've described, sits outside that top yep. group of five or six, whatever that group is. But you don't have to have that top guy to win. It helps, yeah. clearly it helps. Mm-hmm. But but if you've got the you know the supporting cast around, it's certainly gonna be exciting. And I and I guess if you if you're to raid You've almost got to be making these moves given the state of the AFC West right now. Oh yeah. Just just to, oh. just to compete in that division.
0: Man oh, man. Well, I I just think that they start better they they better start investing in their offensive line because uh, they need some offensive line help at the Raiders because
1: mm-hmm.
0: it ain't going to get any easier for them with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa two times a year. Three times a year. Mm. How hey, about
1: that move? That's a crazy move. How the Bears not let the, How the Bears give up like bag of chips or get a bag of chips? How they get a bag of chips for Khalil Mack?
3: Mm.
1: Mm. I don't give a shit about his injuries. Yeah, it's Khalil Mack. I know. And you didn't even like they got what like a second and a third, second and a six, yeah, or a second and a six. And yeah. is, are they both this year or is one like next year? One's next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that they so got released. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they yeah. got it- so fucked on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the crazy thing about it, if you looked at Khalil Mack and then you said, so where's the second pick in this second round pick in this draft, somewhere around pick 50. And you look at what edge player may be available at pick 50. He ain't Khalil Mack, whoever whoever he is. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's the, yep. and that's the crazy thing about it. And that's that's what always, I think teams put a lot, some teams put a lot of value on, on those draft picks. But don't seem to compare them with the player that they're giving up. Yeah. You know, to to get those, to get those draft. It's very, it's very strange.
1: Mm-hmm. And then on the mm-hmm. other hand, you got the Seahawks giving up like they got like five picks out of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And people thought that we were gonna get a team to trade with us for Aaron Rodgers. And we're talking Russell's worth five picks and a player. And two not a necessarily are two players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like, like, what are you? You guys thought we were g- getting trading Rogers. No one was matching. Like if if that's what Russ is worth, what's Rogers worth? Like hey, Eric said he was going to be draft? worth
0: more. Yeah. And I was like, boy, I just, I, it's crazy, but this is, this is great. We just got a first and a second for a receiver.
1: Yeah. See, this is a great, another great thing about it. I think this is a, a trade that everyone can look at. I think both teams won this trade. Totally won. Yeah. We totally, yeah. And, totally. And everybody agree. should be happy. Yeah. Right? This is how a trade should go down.
0: Yep. And, and, and for, for players to be drafted, developed, and developed into the best in the league, I, that makes Green Bay look great. You have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. This isn't, uh, you know, th- this is a great offense, great, uh, well, we got a great quarterback, but the coach, I think, is... Setting up for years to come where I, if I was Jarvis Langer right now, I would call the Green Bay
1: Packers instead of waiting for that call. Just
0: saying, Jarvis.
1: So I got a question there. Is there any free agent or like any wide receiver that you hope the Packers get?
0: Well, when I think about him out there, there's it's pretty thin out there, but there's this kid that used to be at LSU and he got drafted by Miami, but he ended up free agent signing 16.5, 17 million dollars a year by the Cleveland Browns, and they just cut him. His name's Jarvis Landry, and I like him because I like his character number one. The guy is 100 percent one of the I finest mean- beards out there just on a side note. I mean, the guy's got a face. That's like a 10. He's a dimey dime piece, man. He's just, he's one (laughs) of those guys that just commands attention because the beard is so he's a hell of a, when he's healthy, he's a hell of a receiver. I don't know if he's a $15 million receiver. Like I hope he's not, that's not what he's going to be asking for, but for a veteran possession, consistent, complimentary leader for a, 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 two first-round potential wide receiver selections we take. I mean, I like Jarvis Landry out of the available agent free agents. Yeah, but as
1: much as it sucks, if Christian Kirk's a $12 million wide receiver, then fucking Jarvis Landry's definitely a $15 million wide receiver. Uh, the problem is, is that Christian Kirk's not a $12 million receiver.
0: I know. I know.
1: Or DJ Chark, whatever he got, too. Yeah, DJ Chark took in a haul, too, didn't he? And he really only had one good year yeah. so far, and it wasn't even, like, that great. Wasn't it wasn't that like, great. He was a good – people look too far into fantasy numbers, I think. Mm. I think people have become – we we are in a generation now that is obsessed with fantasy football numbers and they're not seeing the bigger picture because I also think another player is overrated, not bad, <laughs> not saying this in a bad way, just a lit, like slightly overrated, like not the elite quarterback yet that people think he is. Justin Herbert's not that yet. Mm. And then people look at his fantasy numbers Mm -hmm. and they're like, Oh my God, he's a top five quarterback. No, he's not. No, he's not. He can't read a defense and every single close game he's in, he can't win them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his end of the season proved that he just is. Yeah. He's incredibly talented, Mm -hmm. but he's not there yet. So I think that that's kind of like and now teams apparently are seeing fantasy numbers and giving them fucking $12 million a year (laughs) over it. We're like, you guys never had a thousand yards receiving season ever. Quit uh, screwing up the market. <laughs> Von Miller, <laughs> stop screwing up the market. That was crazy. <laughs> I mean,
2: he's no, 32 years old.
1: I thought that we had like not as much salary to be thrown around because of COVID. <laughs> I, I it just it's the last
0: two years that void years have all of a sudden floated up to the surface as the one of the topics of contract conversation which is like boy yeah. void years being thrown around all over on one year contracts two years <laughs> and i think it's because
1: everyone's it. just ready they're just like all we've been hearing about like peter said earlier is that one of these years the cap is going to explode yeah, yeah. and so all these teams are like well f it let's try and plan for that as best we can throw this money down the road and hope that's when it explodes yeah and then we can deal with it then but for now let's just throw money around Every it's like there's like ten teams going all in for a Super Bowl right now, and it's wild. The <laughs> Jags like, think they're playing the Super Bowl next week. The Jags think they're yeah, they think they're going all in for a Super Bowl. And then you got but like you watch this happen, and this happens, and it doesn't happen to this extent every off season. But this kind of madness happens every off season, mm-hmm. and you have football fans out there that are like, "Oh, Rogers can only win one Super Bowl." Yeah, look what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it's impossible to keep a team together. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, like it's crazy, Mm -hmm. but it's so much fun. That's what makes the NFL the best. (laughs) Maybe the sport that I'm rocking a hat for right now, the Minnesota Twins. Hopefully (laughs) one day they can figure out what a hard salary cap does for your sport. And like, God, like they already suck at marketing. So like, (laughs) do yourself a little favor and throw some madness in there by putting a hard salary cap on Mm. Yeah. And then we don't have to watch the Dodgers win it every fucking year. <laughs> or the Yankees, the Yankees. I'm kidding. All right, guys. Thank
0: you so much. This Thank was you. a lot of fun. And Thank this you. one, I'm going to I'm going to wrap this baby up and put it up tonight. So, uh Awesome. This should be out in the next uh next hour and a half,
1: so. I'll look for it. Peter, it was good talking with you. It <laughs> you feels too. like it's Thank been you. a while. So, hope to talk again soon.
0: Uh, Peter, I appreciate you, John. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Can't wait Mm -hmm. to do it again. All right. (laughs) Till next time.